Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is uh, episode 56. This is the first time we're doing something new. I'm calling this six-piece combo where I'm calling six different guests from previously on the podcast and catching up with them for 15 minutes each, one after the other. So it's basically just six mini episodes in a row. Start, stop, all that shit. Um, Before we get started, I wanted to plug that on the previous episode, 55, I had my biological father on. Uh, via the phone from England and it was probably my favorite episode and a lot of people's favorite episodes via the feedback that we got 35 year golf pros incredible to talk to and then on the episode previous to that on 54 I had Mark Normand on he's got two comedy central specials very funny guy uh, Conan six times all that shit and I got to interview him it was great so check those out after this uh, and without further ado I'm going to call the first guest uh, Nick Romero Who's still texting me? Nick Romero from episode 37. He actually saved my life with a phone call one time. What's up, dude? Hello. What up? How you doing, man? Fucking I just woke up from a nap, dude. Yeah, well I'm calling you like fifteen no, minutes calling you fifteen minutes late, my bad. I was uh That's all good. I was just talking about how you saved my life with that phone call um, whenever that Jamie Kennedy show was. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, was, um, I was banging some did, Tinder did chick. Did you tell the story already? No, I haven't. I was banging some Tinder chick, and it was in Brea, which is an hour away from where I am, uh, and she was a complete psychopath, bro. I've told you the story, right? Uh, yeah, I can't, I don't really remember it though, but like, go, like, go for it. Dude, she was a total psychopath. So we met up at the Brea Mall and we meet up at the food court and she's like this Indian girl. She's like 24, like whatever. She like, she wasn't like the cutest, but like I was in like a dry spell. So I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Uh, and she starts yelling at this family that has an autistic kid. Like I didn't even get food. I wasn't even hungry. I had no plans after this, which is why I was like, fuck it. I'll drive an hour. She starts yelling at this family that has this autistic kid because he had he had no shoes on. He was barefoot in the food court. And she was just yelling at him about how unsanitary it is. And she was like, are you guys fucking serious right now? And I was like, whoa. Like, And then I banged her anyway uh, in the backseat of my car. And right after we finished, she hit me with that. Uh, she was like, so what are we going to do now? And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And then boom, phone call from Nick Romero. Hey, do you want to come open for Jamie Kennedy in an hour in Redondo Beach? And I was like, get the fuck out of my car, girl. <laughs> I remember now. I remember now. Dude, remember she was oh, like, man. she was like, didn't she? She was like, oh, put him on speaker. And so I put you on speaker and she was like, yeah, dude, he fucks good. All this shit. I was like, dude, get out. Like, get out of my car. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I was on the phone with you and she goes, oh, yeah, I sucked his dick. It was great. And I was like, <laughs> and remember my response? Do you remember what I said? No. I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, she like was like trying to brag or whatever that it happened. And I, like, all I said when it got silent, I was like, ew. Fuck. <laughs> She was crazy. And, and then I was she, like, well, anyways. She kept hitting me up after that. And she called me, like, baby and stuff. And I was like, look, like, I'm trying to ghost you. So, like, get out of here. That's hilarious. I kind of have something similar happening right now. Well, what's up? Like, Tell uh, me about it. I, I mean, I haven't been good in quarantine at all. Uh, like, I have, I've been sticking to the guidelines. I've been, 
lines and stuff like that. But I've been on the apps, man. You know what I mean? The apps, like what? Tinder, Bumble. Yeah, like those things. And I've been like smashing with a lot of like people, and I've, I've had like a lot of girls coming over to the house. And right now, I got one that, uh, and this is like happening right now. Like it happened last night, <laughs> and like she's just been blowing me up, texting me all day today, and like. She was cute, dude, but, like, I'm like, hey, chill, like, this just happened, you know what I mean? Like, we don't really, like, know each other that well, and she's just, like, flooding my my, uh, my text messages with, like, like asking me questions and stuff, and I'm like, hey, like, like what? next time we hang out, like, like we can talk about that stuff. Like, what? just asking me questions, like, what's your, what's your favorite ice cream? I'm like, oh, my God, like, what are you talking about? Like... You guys are in your thirties, bro. Like, I get it. You're trying to get to know me, but like, you should have got to know me before, like, we had sex, right? Like, those are like pre questions, aren't they? Dude, everybody's fucking losing their minds, and everybody's horny as shit right now. So, like, these apps, if you're on them, dude, like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's gross. Dude, how many chicks have you banged during the quarantine? Six. <laughs> hey, well. Six. Uh, the, earlier today, I got nudes at 1 p.m., so I don't need to brag or anything, but I'm killing it. <laughs> These quarantine dates are easy, though. What else is new, man? What else is going on with you? You're still working, right? Yeah, dude, I'm working over at... Uh... Dude, there was something that I thought of in the shower that I was like, oh, this was... Oh, yeah, dude, yesterday, um, this fucking this, like, Filipino guy pulls up... I, I work for Amazon. I deliver for Amazon. Uh, this Filipino guy pulls up to his van uh, next to my van while I'm in the back, starts honking his horn for me to like come out. And I was like, what the hell? And so I just poked my head through the window and I was like, what's up? And he was like, are you on Stripe? And I was like, what? And he was like, are you on Stripe? And I was like, are we on strike? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, I'm literally working right in front of you right now. And he was like, yeah. dude, he was like, <laughs> you know, like, if I was on strike, I wouldn't be in uniform, dick. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, oh, are you Amazon? I'm like, I'm in a giant teal van with a big-ass smile logo on it. Yeah, dude, like, I'm, I work for Amazon. And he was like, yeah, dude, I was watching the news, and I heard you guys were on Stripe. And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, then, have a great day, and drove away. I was like, dude, fuck, why? Dude. How, how funny would that be if you're the sucker that's still fucking working and all your coworkers aren't? Yeah, I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to Google it, like, uh, Amazon strike, but I didn't want to like be like heartbroken that all the New York Amazon people like aren't working and shit. <laughs> Fuck, dude, what's been new with you other than that? Still sober? Still sober, hanging on by a thread, man. Just writing a lot, dude. I've, I've been using the time to like, I don't know. My, my friend, a couple of my friends convinced me to get Twitter like right before this thing hit. I saw what's it, Nick well, Romero I didn't, comedy. I didn't use them. Yeah, I've been using that thing, like, a lot, uh, just to, like, throw out ideas real quick, and then I'll write off of some of them that are, like, that I think are, like, really good or, like, get good reactions. Um, what do you think but, of Twitter uh, so far? That, man, like, dude, my checks have been coming in fine, my unemployment checks, I know some people are having problems with that, but, like, mine are good, dude, I'm making, like, four or five hundred dollars more than I, I make a week, like, you know actually working hey man hey man uh fuck you <laughs> dude if you were to like get fired or something like that right now 
because of the, the stimulus that's added to the checks, you'll be making an additional $600 than what you already make a week right now. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. My homie, she's making like 900 bucks a week right now, and she's not doing shit. Yeah, same here. Literally just sitting around collecting just under $1,000 a week. Yeah, but doesn't that run out in like three weeks? Mm-mm. That thing like goes for a year, dude. No, fuck off. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes, uh, it's extended throughout the year. Because I don't think... Uh, I don't think they're opening anything up anytime soon. Like I've been re- I've been following the news and there's like no like clear cut reports on like when California is going to start opening. I know you have. I see you fucking. I see you on Facebook getting in fights with people and shit. Oh, dude, I'm stirring the pot. <laughs> I throw things out there. <laughs> I throw things out there for the sake of my own amusement, and that's it. I don't have any hard stances on this thing. I think everybody should do their best not to cop on each other, and that's about it. You think everything should just be reopened? I Honestly, dude, I don't have a firm opinion. I'm doing fine. All I want to do is get up on stage and tell jokes. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the country. Dude, same. I've been freaking... I've been writing lately. Like, the the first half of the quarantine, I was just huge writer's block. Didn't write shit. Like, my notes on my phone, it literally said, like, March 25th. I was like, fuck, dude, like, this sucks. But then the second half, I've been writing like a motherfucker. And so it's like, now well, I'm now I'm dying yeah, yeah, to get yeah. on stage. I wish I still had, like, notebooks, though. Like, that's one thing I don't have anymore. Like, like pen and paper stuff. I could totally go to Target and get some. But, do like, it. I do everything in my phone. No, no, it's it's I have, I'm on my sixth uh, joke book already. Uh, it's over. Dang, it's, that's it's, good, dude. Like free handwriting like that, like clears the mind. I gotta get something like that. Yeah, like, dude. I'll literally, like I'll throw out like a little tag or something like that on Twitter, and then I'll just open up my voice memos and I'll talk into my phone. that's the next best thing because when you're just typing in your notes and shit there's no like it's just very focused but when you're writing in an actual notebook and you have two pieces and you can just draw lines add tags all this shit it's so much better yeah fuck i miss comedy man so much that's the only thing that like i really miss i mean before uh this quarantine that was the only thing i would really go out for at night is to go uh do that because like i've been sober for you know, X amount of years now, so going out is fucking boring to me. But, like, so going to, like, open mics or, you know, having shows or whatever was, like, kind of, like, that was, like, my outing or, like, my social gathering. You know what I mean? We did it every night, too. We've done... I was thinking about... I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about how, like, you and I have done a shitload of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like a ton of shows. I was the the last show or the last spot that we did together was that the clean comedy shit, and that was I literally had like an, a, a panic attack, like or, or a, a near panic attack. But you talked me out of it on the drive <laughs> to the fucking place up in L.A. <laughs> I remember that, dude. You were just like you're like, bro. You're 23 and healthy. You're not dying right now. Like knock it off. Well, yeah, because you're a fucking idiot, and you think like. I mean, you're not an idiot. You, you make this, you literally, like, so far in, like, the year and a half or however long I've known you, year and a half, two years or whatever. Yeah. You've made, you've, like, like, at your age, I was doing the exact same shit you were doing. Like, the exact same shit. Like, just figuring stuff out 
and being like, oh man, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> like, are, are we are we talking on your podcast right now? Is that an actual question? Yeah, this is live. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Tell everybody why you were having a panic attack. All right. So, like, two weeks prior to that, I tried mushrooms for the first time. Um, <laughs> and I, we, we did a little... <laughs> We did a little bit of research, but we were just like, ah, oh, fuck it. So like, and we didn't do the, uh, it was me and my homie that I've known for like 10 years. And so we, we were just like, and he does more, he, did, I only, I only smoke weed. Uh, and so, but he does, uh, other stuff, but he had never tried mushrooms. So he's like, Hey, let's try mushrooms together for our first time. And I was like, okay, well, it's probably gonna be my last unless it's like really fucking good. And so we got the mushrooms and we put them in Del Taco burritos. We didn't, we didn't take the bitch way and, or like the, the, what is it? The, um, you're supposed to just straight up eat them the first time, like a rite of passage. Um, fuck, <laughs> fuck that dude. We're bitches. We ate it right out of a burrito, had the greatest trip. Like it was the funniest, like it's a story for another time, a longer podcast, but the greatest trip. And then right around the four hour mark, when we were starting to tail off, we, um, we smoked weed trying to extend it. And I just fell into a fucking hole, just a pit, bro. I had cold shakes, panic attacks, freaking out. I took like five showers. Like I just tried to force myself to fall asleep. It didn't work. And then after that, I just had anxiety for like a month. And like right around the two-week mark when we did that show was when uh, it was like the height. And so like literally, I think what what happened was I stuck my hand out the window and my hand got cold and started falling asleep or some shit. And so I started freaking out thinking that I was going to have a heart attack. (laughs) <laughs> i was like dude explain to everybody what happened for anybody who hasn't taken mushrooms if you do start to have a bad trip uh it's not like you're seeing shit let's educate people a little bit it's All not right. like you're seeing stuff that isn't there or anything like that what it is is it's centered in your mind and it's centered in your thought pattern and they you start thinking too fast to comprehend what you're thinking yep so your mind starts racing which makes you feel stuck. You're like, everybody that's ever had a bad trip has had the same thought. And what did I tell you in the car? I was like, you thought, oh my God, am I going to be like this forever? Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, dude, I was freaking out. Everybody has that thought, and then it fucks them up for like a couple weeks after that, because you're like, literally anything you do that like, triggers um like some sort of weird feeling you think oh my god i don't want to go back to that stuck feeling where i can't fucking focus my thoughts fuck right yeah well i mean i thought i was gonna i thought i was just it wasn't it was i will say though it did have that that ego death that people talk about i was just like in the moment for a while and like that was scary too (laughs) yeah we'll see the thing the thing with mushrooms and this is something that I didn't learn until later on, because I, I ended up doing it again later on, but my first time was bad, dude, just like that. Like, just couldn't focus. And I think we talked about it on the last podcast I was on with you. Um, and uh, I couldn't focus, all of that. I got stuck, thought this was going to happen forever. But later in life, I tried it again. And I'm not here to, like, promote drugs or anything like that, <laughs> but, like, I did try it again. <laughs> like, I, if I was to recommend doing mushrooms, I would recommend doing them a little bit later in life when you have like some shit figured out and you're a little more secure about where you are in life mentally and like what you're doing with your life because it definitely makes you panic and think like, 
uh, like if you haven't like put some shit to rest from your past. Oh yeah. It'll bring all that shit up and it'll start fucking with you. So I don't know. Kids, wait until you're 30 to do fucking mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw someone really quickly. I saw someone tweet, uh, tweet earlier uh right when this whole quarantine shit first started they were like oh man someone somewhere just found out that this was a really shitty time to try mushrooms for the first time yeah dude can you imagine (laughs) (laughs) and then being fucked up for this whole quarantine fuck somebody's like wait they're fucking making us stay in our houses now (laughs) like right when they took them to and they were about to go out on a vision quest and go see some cool shit they're like wait I gotta be inside now. Oh man! <laughs> Fuck man! Well, this is a quick fifteen minutes. This is uh, Nick Romero. You can find him at Nick Romero Comedy on Twitter, Instagram. Probably convince you to get a Snapchat. But uh, thanks for joining, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick, I said I said this on the last podcast I was on. Hey, if you have a, a virtual comedy show or something like that, uh, don't hit me up. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Same. That goes for me too. Have you been hit up? <laughs> Dude, I watched one the other day. It was terrible. It was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Did I've watched I watched the uh the Laugh Factory one, uh where it's literally just a guy speaking to an empty room on their Instagram live. It's hard oh. to watch, bro. It's hard to fucking watch. And then all the comments, all the people who have no idea like how hard stand up are, are just like, This guy sucks and it's like, dude, he's speaking to chairs. <laughs> You're like, well, not if you're there. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining. All right, brother. Stay safe. Take it easy. All right. That was uh, Nick Romero, funny fucking guy, episode 37. And next guy I'm calling right now, Raymond Montoya. This dude, you might remember him from episode 22. We also used to do the uh, board games video podcast together. Yo, Yo what's up, dude? How much, man? Probably the same thing you're doing. Sitting in your underwear, fresh off, jerking off three times, talking to Raymond Montoya? That's pretty close. Pretty close. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> fucking. One less layer than you, I guess. <laughs> fucking, we got a TikTok star in the building now, huh? <laughs> Not even, dude. It was, it, was a, it was a fluke. I'm telling you. I don't, dude, I don't know. One million views on a on a. What was the video? So, it, first off, can you explain TikTok to me? Because from what I've seen, it's just most of it's just retarded shit. Like I, I mean, like I don't even know where to begin with TikTok. So here's the thing: I can't explain TikTok to you because I don't know what it is. I don't even. You have ten thousand followers. I, so what happened? Here's what happened. So I have my. Uh, I had this, this stuff for Datterday, and I had a TikTok for Datterday. So I understand, I understood the platform of it, which was just basically post. It's like it's like the mix between Vine and Instagram. Okay. Where it's like it's not posts that stay up on your profile, and that's what people check out. It's more, and it, but it's more Vine of where it used to be like the front page, and you sort of just scroll through the front page, right? Okay. So that's basically what TikTok is. So I had one for an old account, but I never used it. And then my girlfriend was like, "I'm gonna make one." you should make one for comedy stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll, I'll do that. Why not? Um, posted a couple things. It was whatever. And then I posted a video pissing off my girlfriend. <laughs> it was just some, yeah, it was just some stupid, 
stupid. She's got OCD, so like, I, like what I'll do in everyday life is I'll bug her and I'll mess with her OCD. And this time I just happened to film it, so I slapped one of her feet, um, and she freaked out. She's like, "You gotta slap the other foot," and I was like, "No, I'm not going to." <laughs> I do that in everyday life, but I just just so happened to get it on video, and then I posted it, and it was crazy because um, I got a call like two or three hours later from her and she was like hey your video is at like 10,000 views I was like that's pretty cool and then like by the end of that night it was at like 50,000 and then from there just I mean I woke up the next day to like 250 and then by that night it was at like 750 it was just I I don't it was crazy and then all of a sudden it was up to a million and and the followers started rolling in after that I was like holy shit so it's been crazy That's but fucking... I am in no way like a TikTok person because I don't even go on the apps for enjoyment. I don't even, I, n- I never even spend my time on there. So I feel bad. I feel like a fake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I saw, so you do the uh, the Datter Day shit now. Right before this, I was talking about how we did the uh, the board game stuff. Uh, the previous yeah. the previous 15 minute segment that we just had we was mostly about drugs and alcohol and shit pivoting to you yeah. who have never who has never done drugs um, but you drink we did the board games thing where we would just play board games get wasted each time you lose we would take a shot all this stuff but I never put out the yeah. second episode because the day the day after we filmed it or two days after the day we filmed it I got sober and so I was like I can't I didn't want to like put this thing out there of me vomiting in a fucking parking yeah. lot right yeah, as I'm telling I, I, I still to this day believe the reason that you got sober was because after that episode one you realized this is a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> we drink so much we drink like like 12 white claws each with shots yeah yeah it was gnarly and I'm 125 pounds yeah yeah, on the on the ride home, Dom, I was like, "Yo, Dom, pull over." And I was just, I was wasted. And I just started throwing up in the, the parking lot of the three day soup broker off fucking Euclid. <laughs> I know. I, I got the. I got a. I think Dom called me or, or uh, sent me something. And he was like, "Dude, I don't know what we did to him, but I don't think it's legal." <laughs> I was like, just, "Just delete the footage, man. I don't know what to say." <laughs> I still have all the so. footage. I think it'll be something funny to release in like two years. Um, yeah, definitely. Maybe some some extra shit, but uh, so now you do the Datterday shit, um, which is really funny. But you want to explain it just a little bit? Yeah. So um, it was funny. It actually was a roommate that got spawned. Sorry, it was an idea that got spawned by one of my roommates. Um, he just had like old Hawaiian shirts because I, I don't know if his dad collected them or what. But he would uh, he would do dad shirt Saturdays, which is where on Saturdays he would just wear like one of the old. Hawaiian dad shirts and I, it's not to like because I know that's now slowly turning into like a hipster thing but it's not for the hipster part of it it's literally just like these shirts are dope and you can sort of just throw them on quickly so we just started wearing dad shirts on Saturdays and then we were like yo what if we just did dad shit on Saturdays and it's funny because neither of us are dad yeah. so we're just, sort, we're just sort of like winging it being like yo let's think of what dads would do in this situation and then the first couple videos were just like, you're totally wrong. Like, this is not what dads do. And it sort of just turned into this gag of like, you know, what, what would what would dads not do? But it's like, on Saturday, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go do dad shit in our dad shirts and, uh, and just have fun. And it sort of turned into this, 
mean, it's not like it took, took off or anything, but it was, it's just a fun thing on Saturdays. We do, we just rock Dadrick and like get kicked out of Walmart. We, yeah, I was uh, just going to bring that up. What? So in the video, so you guys were just fucking around in like the garden section. You guys got kicked out, but you guys like kind of cut. What happened? So, I mean, I don't want to ruin the magic of any of it, you know, but I guess this will be a fan exclusive for all your fans out there. <laughs> we, uh, at first, we were going to legit, pull, we were going to go grab some charcoal and, uh, open it up and, and have a barbecue out on in the garden section um, <laughs> was the original plan and then this dude saw us filming I, a guy that works at Walmart he saw us filming and uh, we, we, got, we got like scared and we're like hey we should just ask him if he like wants to kick us out of this video and so we sort of explained the situation he's like what you want to do is illegal so don't do that but you can do something else and I was like because I guess I mean you can't. It would be it would be arson because we'd start a fire in a in a build. Even if it's even though it's on a patio of the of the Walmart, like it's still arson. Did you <laughs> did you get the him saying that on film? No, we didn't because Damn. we didn't know what. At that point, we didn't know what we were gonna do with the video yet. We didn't know if we were gonna film the fire or what. So we we at first we walked up and we were like, hey man, do you like do you want to be in this video? And then you know this is what we're thinking. And he's like, I'll be in the video, but you can't do that because I will have to call the cops. And I was like, we won't do that then. And we uh, we came up with the idea of cutting off a bunch of flowers out of the garden section and, and uh, basically ruining their garden section. Or, you know, we, we, we only cut a couple of them. We just did the biggest cut there. And he came up to us and did all that stuff. And uh, But it was funny because his manager, he that dude hit, hit us up eventually on social media and his manager was like, yo, you just let them fuck up the garden section, <laughs> like fuck. you can't do that, man. He he sort of he didn't get in trouble. He said, but like we, it was it got it went further than we thought it was gonna go. So we we tried to keep it as, as tame on the video as possible. Did so. you actually get to talk to the manager? No, no, you, I did. He that dude just hit me up on social media, and you, uh, you need to call the store. Of- Request to talk to that manager and be like, look, dude, we were going to set the place on fire, so. <laughs> that would have been better. You'd be like, you know what? We were going to set it on fire, and now we're going to. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that'd be a funny. Uh, since the last episode, I had you on episode 22, which is like pretty much like right after we met. It was, um, we, we, we broke into some tech company and filmed it in their like their closed cafeteria, which is. Yeah, I remember that. Still probably the coolest like location. Days, it was like two days after we met. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Got to get him on. And then and then I ended up film or recording with Anthony Davis in the same place the next time. I was like, I bet we can't do this twice in a row. We did. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but since then, we've done a ton of stuff. Um, but oh, yeah. the thing I wanted to talk about was the, the weed festival because you don't smoke weed. <laughs> and we... <laughs> Drove, what, five, six hours all the way to Sacramento through the night. Slept in, like, a PetSmart parking lot. Um, yeah. And did that. But I don't even – because I was faded. I don't really remember what happened. I remember I remember it was it was hot as fuck. Nobody was really there. Yeah, yeah it was uh, – that was an interesting – that was an interesting thing because I think they wanted it to – you're wanting me to explain what happened. Is that what you're asking yeah, like what, like what went wrong, really? Besides, there was nobody there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they anticipated it to be more like, uh, like this huge festival event where, like, 
people are super pumped to go to this weed festival. But but what and I think that probably was the case. But what went wrong was they started the festival at like noon on a day that was like a hundred and five degrees. <laughs> That's what went wrong because we showed up and I remember we had to park out by this barn. Remember we parked by the by the That's right. The, and I took a shit in like a boot. Yeah, there was the, the bathroom was open, but for some reason I decided it'd be like totally heavy metal to they had this decorative boot to take a fat shit in this boot and then just throw it somewhere and that's Yeah, it was a pink boot. It was pink. I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, we I I I knew it the, the moment I knew it was going to go bad. The moment we stepped out of the car and I smelled hot hay. <laughs> we were in the barn, and I was like, "Yo, this is a bad idea." But it's not like we could turn around and go home because we were. I mean, Sacramento to, to Orange County, it was hey, dude. It had to have been eight nine hours. Like, yeah. Was, so we were like, "Well, we might as well stay." And then we, and Mar, Mars Parker, who's the best dude. He's yeah. Such a, he's such a dope dude. He put the whole thing together, and I love his death. But he looked at us, and I mean, there was a lot of Sacramento comics there, which was dope. And as a showrunner, you, I mean. The out-of-town dudes, you give them the prime spot, in my opinion. But he was like, you guys are going at 145 on the patio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, and yeah, we and instead of doing stand-up, we ended up basically doing like a bump and mic storytelling thing for 30 minutes. And, yeah, so uh, we, were, we were supposed to go up one after the other for 20 minutes each, but we ended up doing... Uh, two mics same time just what we were just like harassing the crowd for like 30 minutes it was it was legit honestly though because there was what three or four comics before us um and it, except for that one dude who was like high on cocaine remember that dude he was he was sweating oh he yeah was sweating. he was like he was sweating in places that other people weren't sweating in <laughs> um that dude that dude got the crowd because he was screaming so much but like Everybody else, it was, the crowd was just, like, on their phones and, like, all that shit. We actually, like, we engaged. We learned everybody's name. Yeah, we everybody was paying them. attention. It was, we, a, it was a good set. Oh, yeah. we well, Both of us got, like, multiple followers after it, and people came up to us and talked to us. And, like, it, it was, it, I think it was a smart choice because nobody wanted to listen to stand-up. They just wanted to get super high and not be hot. And so we were like, let's just talk about that, so... Yeah, I remember that because that that big fat ass guy came up to us and he crushed my hand after. He was, Good set, man. Crushed my hand. Yeah. Uh huh. Fuck. And then um. Did we drive right back? Because what happened was I didn't even have. I didn't even have any weed, and we went and I. What was that? Sorry, we drove to San Francisco after that. Fuck. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Went to the Embarcadero. We went and got. We went. We sat. Remember, we walked into that. We we were dressed like fucking bums. We we were wearing like tank tops and shorts, and then to go on stage, we changed into like show clothes. And then it was so hot that we changed back into like basketball shorts and tank tops. <laughs> and so, and then we went to the Embarcadero, and we're like, you were like, yo, there's this place that like my favorite place to get uh, clam chowder because it's in San Francisco. And dude, we walked into like the fucking Ritz Carlton, and we were in <laughs> basketball shorts. And, <laughs> and you're like, what's well, at the bar? And I was like, dude, nobody wants us here right now. <laughs> we sat at the bar, though. I remember. Yeah. Oh, we fuck. We sat at the bar, and that, that dude, like, people in suits were like on business calls, and we were like, what up, guys? Like, <laughs> just kicking it. 
Yeah. Fuck, dude. And then we drove back after that. What's the what's the furthest you've ever last question, what's the furthest you've ever driven for like a bus show? A bust show. Like I'm not saying that that was a bust show, I'm just saying like what's the furthest you've yeah. ever gone? So, so I don't know if this counts, but um, two years ago now I did my own tour where I toured all over the place. And uh, I flew to DC and then I was supposed to just fly straight to Arizona, but uh, some some shit got messed up, so I had to fly home first and then drive to Arizona. So I do consider that like driving to it. Uh, and a bunch of those shows were dope, but there was a couple of those. I there was a couple of those shows. I remember two of them. I I literally drove seven hours from Orange County to Arizona, and my first show was at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. No. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, like they, they were like, we have a showroom. Like it's it's totally chill. Like it, it, we have comedy here every Wednesday, so you're totally chill. Like, and I was like, dope. And then I show up, and it's like the showroom is not a showroom. It's like just it's like if the restaurant is the whole restaurant, and then there's a little section. It's like a no no peeing section in a pool. Like it's still part of the fucking pool. Like it's not <laughs> it's not its own section. You know what I mean? Um, and then I was like, cool, whatever, I'll go do this. And they're like, no cussing. And can you do like seven, like 17 minutes? And I was like, that's such a weird denomination of time. <laughs> also, you didn't tell me no cussing when I texted you six hours ago before I left. Like, it's not a big deal, but I remember that show was a bust. Cause it was a bunch of kids and it was like, that was fucking weird. Um, that show. And then the other show, it was a couple nights later, still in Arizona. Uh, I did it. It was a show at a at a gay bar, which is fine. That's nothing against gay bars. <laughs> what they didn't, what it did, what they didn't tell me was that it was an underwear show at a gay bar. So at a gay bar, which again, don't care about gay bar, but an underwear show was <laughs> underwear. So I was not prepared. <laughs> oh, because um, you don't wear underwear, right? And, yeah. So and so I show up and it there's nobody there. It's just a comic. And then everybody's closed when I get there. And I was like, cool, this is whatever. It's, it's going to be a small show. I don't give a shit. And then, like, slowly I'm looking, like, in the corner of my eye and everyone's just undressing. And I was like, what are, what are you doing? What, <laughs> and then they're all naked or mostly naked. And then they go, oh, by the way, it's an underwear show. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, and it, was just, it, it ended up being, so I didn't even do a set, really. I just talked about the fact that I don't wear underwear and that I didn't know it was an underwear show and it was just for comics so I just fucked around it was it was a bust but I mean it was it was a story so <laughs> that's what I got out of it that's fucking funny anyway man thanks for joining this is uh, Raymond Montoya you can find him Raymond Montoya Comedy on TikTok Instagram and uh, yeah. plug whatever that's you need it. bro dude I love you thank you for having me on and uh, I'll see you soon once everything goes back to normal Fuck yeah, man. Stay safe. Love you, too. All right, you, too. Later, bro. All right, later. There's a Raymond Montoya funny fucking guy. So we went from druggy to sober to never done drugs. And this next guy, Alex Farvar from episode 45, former heavy... Or, I mean, I, I mean, now I'm just talking shit on him. Uh, but former uh, heroin user, all this shit, lost some friends to heroin. And uh, he doesn't do heroin anymore, but he's also not sober, so... Let's hear from this fucking guy. 
What's up, dude? Hey, dude. What's up, player? What's going on? Fuck, man. So, first guy we had on, um, a former drug user, sober now. Second guy we I had on, never done drugs in his life, and now pivoting to you, who is used to do drugs, doesn't do hard drugs, but still does drugs. Did all the drugs ever? Yeah, yeah. But I don't. No, I don't do any drugs anymore. I smoke weed and. Uh, That's a drug. Weed is not a drug. Weed is not a drug. It's a way of life. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of mushrooms here and there, but no, none of the uh, none of that gunk stuff anymore. So. Dude, you've been kind of quiet on social media. What have you been up to lately, man? Uh, shit, man. Um, well, the obvious, which is a lot of masturbation. Yeah. Uh, like a copious amount of masturbation. What's um, the most you've done in one day during this? During the quarantine? Yeah. Um, not that much. I want to say mean four or five. Oh, bro, dude, that's got five in one day? Yeah. Yeah, but then it was just blanks at the point. I was just shooting blanks. I'm like, all right, I think it's done, you know? It's just like, you know when it kind of like, you know when it kind of starts hurting at the top, like above the shaft? You're like, all right, dude, I think it's done. Like, there's nothing more. Like, your dick's tired of you. Like, it just looks at you like, bro, please stop. Like, that's like what my dick was doing. Dude, in eighth grade, one time I jerked off seven times in one day, and the next day, my dick was just swollen as shit. Like, like puffed up. And like, it was like I was pissing out of a marshmallow. Maybe your hands have chlamydia or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know, dude. Fuck. Everyone's had chlamydia anyway. If you haven't had chlamydia at least once, you're not really living, you know? I haven't had chlamydia. I wear condoms when I bang these random chicks. Yeah, well, once you approach your late 20s, you'll stop what? wearing condoms. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it should be the other way around. I should wear I should wear no condoms now, but like in the late 20s when all these girls are in banging, banging, banging. I mean, I'm at... I'm, yeah. We I'm, should always wear condoms, but... I mean, I'm 23, and it's like, now, like, there's no way you're going to find a chick who hasn't had a dick in her mouth at least once, you know? Oh, yeah, and if she has not had a dick in her mouth once, then... Dude, red flag. That's a red flag. Yep. That's a red flag. It's like, what's wrong with you? You know, that's that's different, but... No, yeah, you definitely... I don't know, I, actually, I was, like, 21, I think, when I got chlamydia, and I've only had it once, and I, got, I was, like, 21, I think, or 22, but... Who'd you get it from? Definitely. Uh, not trying to sound cool or anything, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Like, it was a pretty blurry couple weeks, and... Uh, you just came I out of it with an up. STD? Just woke up one day, and I was like, wow, my pee burns. And I'm like, why is there cum coming out of my dick? Oh. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> I, did, I did something. told my doc, and my doctor was like, yeah, you got the clap. And, uh... And then the funny thing is they actually tested me and um, they they said that they're like, um, your, in your urine test, it didn't show up, but let's take your blood sample. But he had already given me the pill to take to get, you only take, you take a pill once, it's done. Right. So I popped the pill, took it, and then like a couple of days later, they're like, yeah, we didn't find it in your urine. I think you might have had a UTI, but it's, you probably did have chlamydia. Just come in for a blood test and we'll let you know. I'm like, well, I already took the pill. And he's like, do you feel better now? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you probably had it. I'm like, dude, don't tell me I didn't show up my urine test and then tell me I probably had it. Like, you know, but I'll take that, whatever. It's a good badge of honor, you know. To have chlamydia live. once? My um, my yeah. my friend, I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's, it's crazy. My friend dated this chick for two years, right? 
and like when they first started dating they both got std tested they were both clean or whatever when they broke up he got tested like a week later and he had chlamydia he had something else uh and something else and that's how he found out that she was cheating on him uh but she didn't she didn't know that she had the stds it was like dormant and so she found out that she had chlamydia by watching me tell tell the story on stage th- on youtube <laughs> that's awesome and horrible for her but awesome damn she didn't know I mean, fuck. yeah it was pretty crazy what she a, um the video girl was living life <laughs> she, i mean she was cheating so i guess that's not good but uh, who am i to fucking judge like i never judge people for that shit like dude are you kidding me you should have seen the shit i yeah no i'm not judging you ever cheated um no you know it's funny when i was like in a relationship um no but it's like you know when you go on a break like let's take a break you know yeah each other and then, and then you get back together well on that during that break yeah i'm fucking around but that's not cheating yeah that doesn't like, count no but if she, if i'm calling her my girlfriend no I, I don't i don't i don't think so so fuck before we uh jump into a, a crazy drug story i want to r.i.p kobe bryant man yeah, I'm still fucking. It's been like almost what three months, and I still. Three months? Has it what? Has it really? I have the. Yeah. I have the yeah. paper. The paper right here. It was uh, January twenty sixth. January twenty sixth. Yeah. Fuck, and then everything just went downhill after that. Right. I mean, it was already like going down. Well, at least for me, because I'm Persian. So the beginning of the year, we had that, you know, possible World War Three with Iran because, you know, shooting, you know, bombing them, killing the general, and then Iran shoots on their own plane, and there's like a Cold War drama. For yeah, nobody, then, nobody uh, talks about that no more. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. Uh, after, once this corona, you know, before the coronavirus, I mean, people were protesting in Hong Kong and all over China, and now it's all done. It's kind of, it's kind of weird that they... Uh, I don't know, I'm not trying to get the conspiracy theories, but there's a lot of things that they're not talking about recently because of this virus, but, but yeah, like, once, like, when, yeah, when Kobe died, it was, it's, it's the one celebrity death that's really, I mean, I was very sad when, like, Robin Williams and Chris Cornell and Philip Seymour Hoffman died, but, right. but, like, uh, I mean, like, my mom was just like, our whole family's a Laker family, like, my mom and I were, like, diehard Kobe fans, like, I grew up with Michael Jordan towards the end of his career, his career, but I was like a huge Kobe was bigger than basketball for me. Like Jim Carrey and Kobe Bryant were honestly like my heroes growing up. So to, to a lot of people, Kobe Bryant's a freaking hero. Dude, I cried oh, in the yeah. middle of a Taco Bell that day. Mm-hmm. Like in public, a Taco yeah. Bell. I was just crying and people just respected it. They were just like, we get it. Dude, I had to do a show that night in LA. Um, Fuck, I couldn't. I, I wanted to cancel and then uh, well, this might sound kind of cheesy, but I was like, dude, I'm not going to cancel a show because, you know, anyone died. I've actually done a show before after a friend died, like, that same night. And I just didn't want to tell anybody. But, you know, I figured, like, you just got to do your job. But if, if Michael Jordan died, Kobe Bryant wouldn't not play the game that day. If anything, he'd go and play five times harder and score, like, 50 points for Michael Jordan. So in my head, I'm like, go up, the, go on stage tonight and kill it, do your job, and then get off stage and be sad again. Which is what I do every day anyway when I do comedy. So it's like, go do your job, get off stage, go be depressed. Man, you looking forward to coming back from comedy? Do you already feel the rust? I'm I'm dying for it, dude. It's like I'm seriously fiending for it more than I've ever fiended for any sack of heroin. I I just, I can't fucking wait 
to go back on stage. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> like I've been on stage since March 11th. I don't even know who I am anymore. That was the last day. It was I was on stage too. Um, mm-hmm. But dude, it's I like, did it at a uh, I don't Doll Hut in Anaheim. That's where I did it. So it was like a little, it was a little show, and we knew because the NBA got shut down that day, and then um, and then like a couple days later, just everything went on lockdown. So. Yeah, because the last, the last Laker game was fucking the Anthony Davis clunking it, and we were at the bar together. Dude, we all were. What bar were we at? Uh, Harp Inn. Is that where we watched it? I thought, like we, I thought we watched it like... No, we were on the, the uh, patio with the Harp Inn. That's right, yeah. Anthony Davis missed that fucking three, and that was the last one. We lost in the Nets. Bro, that was the first night, or I guess maybe the second time, because your your homie remembered meeting me before. But I'm terrible at fucking like I have to meet someone twice before I remember him. But Bobby, dude, that dude Bobby. was a s- smoker, dude. Oh, dude, we were smoking that night. Oh my, I remember like, well, he brought like an ounce just to smoke there. Yeah. So so he kept rolling up blunts after blunt, and like I had already a couple joints, and the whole patio like looked like it was on fire. it was just he was he was either ripping the bong or he was hitting a j dude i was like holy dude yeah that's what we do yeah and some people are like damn aren't you guys high it's like honestly not to sound cool but we've been smoking since we're like 12 so this is like well it's like this is how we i I don't know as i've gone the past year over the past year i've kind of cut down on drinking so i think i've upped my uh you know amounts of my 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 consumption for weed a little bit i guess more but i just i don't know i love weed it's always kind of put me in a good mood and takes me out of bad moods but yeah i remember that night that was the last night that we were all uh it was last night i, I saw last you time we were all together yeah was that the last time you saw me I, yeah i think so because right after that it was um there were a couple because so cast hit me up to host um some say host um chapter one after like everything like broke out and i was just like i'ma just go home dog i'm not trying to catch it for some open mic but yeah but now i wish that i did it because i'm like fuck one more set would have got in you know no it wouldn't have mattered man i remember that sunday night i think um because like we i think they did lock everything down but i think they were still kind of some places that were still open um, and I think chapter one was one of them. And I saw that, I guess they were still having shows that night, but I was like, no, I'm not going to go. Yeah, it definitely wasn't going to be worth it. But it just, uh, got, it just got real really quick, dude. Like that fucking stupid ass car to be shit and getting real. I was like, dude, it's getting real now. Like now it's real. You know, if the NBA shuts down. It's, it's real. Like they don't, they don't, they don't just cut, you know, they don't just cancel the NBA and how much money is involved in that. Bro, they so. should do Disneyland's closed, bro. Yeah, Vegas is closed. All the hotels and casinos. My dad works out there. He's like, it's done. It's it. Everyone left. Yeah, it's closed. It's ghost town at night. Dude, but you're trying to cut back on drinking. So I haven't taken... I've been drinking since August 11th of last year. But after this quarantine, I'm throwing a big-ass party uh, at my Mm -hmm. homie's house. Yeah. And we're going to all just get get wasted because surviving this, it's time to drink, dude. Yeah, but dude, don't you ever think, like, this is what's going through my head. I'm like, all right. <clears throat> like, a lot of people are saying, let's reopen May 15th, right? The first wave of people that are going to go out are for sure going to get sick. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be that first wave. Because th- right now, it's hot. 
So this disease is like seemingly non-existent during like, you know, the summertime during, it doesn't thrive in the heat. It's not like the Zika virus. Well, like, they don't, they actually was, don't know that for sure because there's hot countries that have cases. You know, yeah, they don't know anything for sure. You're right. They don't know. I'm sick of people being like, dude, it's this, it's that. Dude, you don't fucking know shit. Yeah. First of all, you're not a scientist or a doctor, so I don't want to listen to you. You know, if you're like, you're like just going on Instagram and Google and finding whatever blog that was written on Huffington Post to repost and share, you're like, that's not factual or accurate, but, but I don't know. Cause I mean, some of these diseases, like I remember the, you remember the Zika virus? I, I mean, I don't really pay attention to this shit, like, but, so no, I remember hearing about it, I don't remember dick about it. It was like four years ago, you know what was shitty is, uh, my friends and I were going to Colombia, like, to go on a trip together to South America, the day before our flight, they announced a huge Zika virus outbreak in South America, Ooh. and like, and we were like, should we still go, and we are like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care, first of all, Zika virus doesn't really, like, kill you that way, and, um, it's like if you're a guy and you get the Zika virus, that just means you can't have, you can't, you know, pretty much you're not going to be able to have kids for two years or you're not having kids. She's going to have kids, but you're not going to be able to produce any kind of semen that's going to be able to have kids. Oh, fuck. Uh, Sounds all right. Like, Dude, give it to me. <laughs> like, I want yeah. it. Like, I don't, I'm fucking, that means I can just, no rubber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. This is way different, man. This shit, this shit is easily transmissible. Like, you can transmit to someone by just talking too close to them it's uh you i heard know, it's i heard you can transmit it through a fart it can be transmitted through a fart that's what i heard Shit. so like if I someone like fart. rips ass in a bathroom and you just walk through it you're like fuck like the macy's cosmetic department well i guess pink eye is not the only thing you can get from fucking ripping ass I <laughs> i'd rather have pink fuck. eye in both eyes bro what have you been doing during quarantine? Like, I, I've been I, playing NBA 2K and jacking off. I can't write for shit, by the way. I can't do anything creative. I haven't been able to work on my books or anything like that. So that's – I was just talking about that. Like, for the first half of this, this whole thing, like, I wasn't able to write for shit. Like, I've just been working and yeah. stuff, uh, still with Amazon, and then days off, just got a PS4, been gaming and shit. But um, Same. Yeah, so I got 2K. Let's play, dog. Oh, yeah, I've been playing my career mode, dude. I'm fucking, on my second season, I'm an NBA champion, you know what I mean? <laughs> dude, it's so addicting. You get your own player, you create your own player, and I love it. I love it. Fuck, but, uh, yeah, but the second half, I've been writing, like, like good, like, I mean, I don't want to say good shit, because who knows till you get on stage, but, like, shit where I'm like, this is going right. to work, you know? I'm like, this is going to work, and now I'm like, now I really want to get on fucking stage. Well, I haven't really... I had trouble writing jokes. Um, I have written some new jokes. But the funny thing is, right before the quarantine happened, I literally had, like, like I had, I definitely had another half hour or so of shit that I had never tried, so I don't know if it was good or not. Right. You know, I've got a lot, I've got a shitload of jokes that I've never tried on stage before, so I can't say, yeah, I've got a bunch of new jokes. I would just say I've got a bunch of jokes I want to try. Right. So I didn't. I didn't feel compelled to write new jokes during quarantine because I'm like, oh, I have new. I already have jokes that haven't worked out. But I have written over the past actually a couple of weeks of some new jokes. Um, so that's worked out. But as far as like working on a screenplay or on a novel, every time I try to fucking punch some words into the keyboard, I end up punching the fucking screen because I can't <laughs> do shit. Remind me not you to know? let you borrow but, my MacBook. 
<laughs> yeah, don't let me borrow anything that's of value. But what's funny is that, like, business-wise, my brain is moving. Like, I started a delivery service. I've, I've been trying to figure out new ideas and new kind of, uh, you know, businesses and ways to make money because, you know, shit, I think we all can relate that we're broke. But what's funny is that earlier this year, up until the, 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 um, the pandemic, I probably was doing the worst I'd ever been doing financially. But now, during this pandemic, with a couple of new things that I've started, uh, I'm doing pretty good. So I'm like, fuck, this is so weird. Uh, you know, well, it's I'm also because been... you're staying at home. You're not really spending much. That too. So it's mostly, it's that all too. just shit going in. I deferred like a bunch of my bills, my car payments, so I don't have to pay it for three months. I'm just like, I'm going to defer my payments. Uh, fuck it, dude. You know, save my money and... Uh, try to do something within in June, July, but yeah, creatively, dude, I have not been able to produce really anything of like value or anything that's worth reading. So fuck man. Well, hopefully this shit ends soon. Um, thanks for joining man. It's Alex Farvar. You can find him at, uh, plug it. Oh, it was, uh, my Instagram handle was, um, it was probably Alex and uh, I don't really use Twitter, but, it's uh, the Alex Farwar because apparently there is an Alex Farwar and it's not me. So I had to put the Alex Farwar, I guess. You need to DM that guy, fucking kick his ass. His name is actually mine. It's really weird. but uh... <laughs> All right, man. Thanks but for yeah, joining us. Yeah, man. It was good talking to you. I'll see you soon, hopefully, man. Yeah, for sure. Be safe, brother. You too, bro. Be healthy. You too. All right, bye. Bye. Man, that was Alex Farwar. Delivery service, all this shit. Um, for weed. So if you want weed, DM him on social media and I don't know, use code give me some fucking weed for ten percent off. I don't know. Uh next guy, halfway through, uh Sean Malavy from episode twenty five. Now he admitted I, I'm not gonna bring it up, but uh he admitted previously about five minutes ago that the Patriots suck ass and that Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh make sure to ask him about that. Now this fool's just sitting in his fucking dog. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, big dog? What's going on? You don't sound like yourself, dog. I don't. I just finished eating a piece of a fucking breadstick. That might be it. Oh, now you sound like yourself. All right, I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. I just I haven't seen you in so long. I forgot what your fucking voice sounds like. I mean, I haven't seen anybody in so long, dude. You? I think you're actually the only person. Uh, that I know that's actually like staying home, staying home. Not the only person I know, but like the only person, only comic that I that I know that's actually following the crazy, rules. Right? Huh? I mean, basically, no one is fucking following the rules. A friend of mine called me today. She's like, "You want to come get drinks with us?" And I was like, "No, I'm good." And she's like, "Have you seen anyone?" I'm like, "I don't know if you heard, but uh, <laughs> the fucking rule. <laughs> don't see anybody. Dumb fuck." Why did you decide to, like, hardcore stick to the rules? Can't be the guy that got someone else sick, you know what I mean? Yeah, all right, I feel that. And my roommate has, like, a immunocompromised situation. And I have asthma, so I'm not trying to fucking be hella sick in a hospital by myself. But I definitely don't want to be the guy that got some other fucker sick. Some other fucker, all right, all right. Coming in hot with the Donut King, which is... Um, They're all dumb as fuck out here, you know what I mean? Like, these fools, 
uh, everybody that's basically saying it's nothing is then very closely to saying that dies from it. <laughs> do, do you think that maybe that's like a conspiracy thing too? Because like, how the hell is that possible? Uh, full disclosure: if it is a conspiracy, they seem to be doing the Lord's work. They're getting rid of people <laughs> I don't want around anyway. So fuck them. <laughs> dude, These people suck, dude. I watched a video of a guy today telling people to cough on his face. What? Yeah, he's like, cough in my face. I don't care. It's not real. Cough in my face. I'm like, how about I lay the fuck out? <laughs> That's real. It won't kill it either, but it's gonna suck. Fuck, dude. I don't get how people are just like, oh yeah, this doesn't happen. It's like the the people who like, uh, there's people who believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there's people out there that are saying like. The lockdown is slavery. And I'm like, I'd be careful where you say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Not even remotely. I don't know if you watched like any slave movie ever, but there was never a period of time where they were like, I mean, honestly, you could leave if you wanted. Well, I mean... It, they were it, slaves the whole time. You're right. It's definitely not like slavery. At least slaves got to hang out with each other, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they had jobs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 dude so something that's new since episode 25 is you have a whole new show called glazed and reviewed and now the donut king you're like a whole new fucking person man what's that like wow how long ago was that episode 25 it was uh almost a year ago holy shit yeah, yeah i think it's like reviewed, man. uh what episode was i on what episode are you on right now or what episode were you on no on your show what oh what? on my show Oh, God, I have no idea. I know All I know is I have 33 episodes. All right, cool. Go look at episode 27, and hopefully it's me. 27 is what you're thinking? No, I'm just saying to the, the listeners, on, the listeners, go check out 27, and maybe it's me, and maybe it's not, but it's probably funny. Uh, so, basically, you take a donut, you review it with a guest, sometimes solo. Um, what is, so far, the worst donut place you've encountered you were episode 26 oh i'm so close um the worst place that i've encountered probably where we went and that was kind of by design i thought it would be funny if you and i went to a place that wasn't good and then it, it totally met those expectations all of a sudden your voice quality sounds like shit hold up all right i'm back there we go um yeah, no, that, I picked that place so that it would suck on purpose. I thought it'd be funny if we went to a place that sucked and it met those expectations. <laughs> what was it, uh, Donut Star? And you know what's funny is I made, that was the first time in public that I made a joke at all about coronavirus. And I got the most savage flu I've ever had 24 hours later. That's right. Yeah. And I was, I was pissed because so I was like, I'm going to get sick too. And I, I texted you. I was like, if I get sick, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And you're like, bruh, yeah. you'd already be sick because I texted you that like a week later. Yeah. Which it makes no sense how you didn't get sick. But here we are. Hey, knock on wood. Don't, uh, don't jinx me like that. You... I don't know if it's possible that that was it because that was like late January. Well, I know people that have been who have claimed that they had it uh, late, late December, early January. And I believe them, dude. Like, like they all the symptoms that they had because i remember when they were sick and but like i didn't yeah. think oh that's coronavirus until they were like yo a lot of people are saying that they think they've had it since and i was like all my symptoms match and i was like yo you're actually right 
Uh-huh. I mean, that was quite a few people, especially in comics, because we're a bunch of gross fucking people sharing things. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But I feel like in, like, a two-week period, like, 14 people I knew got sick. Yeah, that was gnarly. But I think the worst, the worst, the worst donut place I've ever been to is it's. It, you might have heard of it. It's um, pa diarrhea. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> diarrhea. I went to Padaria this morning. <laughs> I thought you said you've been quarantining. It's so good. I, also, it's one. It's a repeat, so I can't have it on the show. But I ordered for pickup, and I got some, and I dropped them off on someone's porch, social distance style. And then went back to my crib and ate one by myself. Couldn't even eat a donut with a fucking friend. It's unbelievable. Oh, so you won't repeat. So you're going to run out of places. No, there's uh, 1,600 privately owned donut shops in Southern California. In L.A. County. Fuck off. <laughs> More than in the entire state of New York in L.A. County. Oh, my God. Well, that just shows what a bunch of fat-ass fucks we are. No, it just shows you how many Cambodians came here. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. that doesn't include any Dunkin', Winchell's, Krispy Kreme, no chain. That's all privately owned independent donut shops. <laughs> Dude, but so you tried the donutery and you realized how ass the that place is. The donutery is actually a loophole where I'm going to repeat it, but I want to do such a bad job that they, like... They deserve the low-quality quarantine bedroom edition, but <laughs> I want to do an in-person edition to rate the donuts poorly. Because all I've done there is they're vegan donuts, and they are borderline oh. inedible. Why would you do that? Uh, Cass. He's uh, fucking lactose. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah, so we had to do vegan, and they were it was like eating a fucking Scotch-Brite sponge that oh. frosting on it. I think actually all this shit that's been going on this year is my fault because uh, <laughs> because dude this year uh, started I walked in with my homies to Donutery at eleven fifty p.m. on December thirty first and walked out of there January first at like twelve oh five so I was in the Donutery eating Donutery donuts when the New Year rung in and boom all this shit happened. I mean it's possible. They are bad bad. They're they're terrible. Ugh. They I won't really even don't like them. They won't even let me use their restroom. What's that? They won't even let me use their restroom, dude. I had to wait for some fat ass guy to walk out and sneak in. Yeah, there it's strange over there. And someone sent me something the other night, and I was you know I smoke mad weed. I it was <laughs> one in the morning. I was blazed as fuck, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go eat one of those. There's no way that they can taste bad at one a.m. when I'm this baked. Spoiler alert, they tasted almost worse than I thought that was possible. <laughs> uh, it was a fucking apple fritter that was, it was an apple fritter, technically speaking, only. It was not edible and was horrible. It was wet. Oh. Who does that? Who no, does that? Wet. It was <laughs> like, um, it looked like fake vomit, but oh. then someone like got wet. It was like so gross. Like the shit you throw in someone's car. Like three fifty for that fucking <laughs> They're criminals, dude. I hate them. They did like beat up a homeless guy one time last year, which was kind of cool. But other than that, I don't like them. The donuttery. Yeah, like the owner. I think a homeless guy pulled his dick out inside of it. <laughs> 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 and went fucking a small assault on the guy, dude. 
And yeah. it was like, uh, it's like an Asian dude that owns it, I think. So he was like five five, and the homeless guy was at least six one. And I was just like, damn, look at him go. You were there? No, the video. Even before I was a Dota King, the Dota content was finding its way to me. And so <laughs> it's because I, I got a donut there that was so atrocious, but I just kind of like kept them on my radar to see what they were all about and why people kept telling me to go there. They've got a fucking blueberry donut with lemon icing. It looks like it's Nickelodeon fucking gel, dude. It's uh, It looks radioactive in color. It's disgusting. Ugh. Ugh, I hate the donut, right? What's your, uh, what's your favorite chain donut place? Padaria's opening a second location. Does that make them a chain? <laughs> They're opening it in fucking Irvine, <laughs> huh? Yeah, in Irvine. I love that you know. Yeah, that's exactly I, where they're going. Because I drive by it every uh, fucking day. Uh, it's right by the yeah. the Amazon warehouse. So every time I hop on the freeway, it's, it's, there's a big oh, sign. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they're going to be popping. Yeah, dude, they're, they're money. Yeah, pretty much everything I've ever had there is super dank. But chain-wise, uh, honestly, I'd probably go Winchell's for, like, real chain. Winchell's is Duncan pretty good. used to be my favorite. What's that? Winchell's is actually fire. Winchell's isn't bad, yeah. And, like, uh, there's the Winchell's on uh, Sunset? No. Melrose. Melrose. Uh, and they're fucking dank, dude. They're, like, always open and always fresh. That's a lot more than I can say about almost any place that's open late around here. Every place that's open late around here, I'm like, yo, when was these donuts made? Yesterday, bro? Dude, that's have you... terrible. Krispy Kreme. I actually hate Krispy Kreme the most. What? Yeah, I don't like, it's such overkill. Why would you frost a donut and then glaze it? Just frost it, you dumb fuck. Give me the fucking donut. <laughs> I'm, here for, I'm here for fried dough. I'm not here for a, cho- a fucking vessel of sugar. Although, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. But just give me a goddamn donut with chocolate icing, and that's it. You don't need to ice it and then glaze that. No, nah, you're wrong. people eat... Krispy Kremes? Krispy Kreme is so sweet it makes my jaw hurt. Like, I get, it, it gets tense from too much sugar. But people eat Krispy Kremes like they eat fucking, uh, cookies, not cookies, uh, what's the fucking cereal that was like mini cookies? Uh, oh, 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 fuck, Cookie I know. Crunch? Cookie Crunch, yeah. Yeah, people eat a whole dozen fucking Krispy Kremes like it's a bowl of Cookie Crunch. Because they're like those thinner, fucking light boys, and people just slam them like it's a fucking circus trick. And it's I, just like, I was just about to say, I've eaten an entire 12-pack in one sitting. <laughs> of the cherry, uh, or the, I don't know, it's been so long, raspberry-filled and lemon-filled, bro. Dude, one time, me and my homie showed up to Krispy Kreme, and they were all out of the lemon-filled and I have to, I can't have just the raspberry field. I have to have one of each or two of each. And so they were like, oh, we have another location. I was like, sure. And we looked it up and it was in fucking Azusa. And I was like, all right. And so we drove to fucking Azusa to get lemon fucking uh, donuts. Insane. If they had said we have another location, I would have said, that's tight. But don't you have a bag of lemon jelly in the fucking back, dude? Come on, me a fucking fresh <laughs> boy. I'm driving to Azusa. <laughs> Dude, we called first. We... You have your fucking mind. Okay, let me get this straight. You can walk eight feet behind you and get a donut for me, or I can drive 45 fucking miles to Azusa. And he's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, dude. 
I've had a couple people make me uh, a dough they're sold out of, which is nice, but not everybody will do that shit. But if you're like a chain place, I know you have it. Yeah. Krispy Kreme doesn't go like, we, we ran out. We didn't know how to forecast for this. Yeah, you did. There's a hundred thousand of you. <laughs> Fucking go get me a jelly donut, dude. Fuck. All right. Uh, these people suck, <laughs> No, it's been shitty. I went into a place that's like a local place that I like a lot. One of my favorite donuts nearby. And I was asking the lady, I was like, how is everything? And she was like almost crying. What? She's like, it's so slow. Nobody's coming in, and I'm like, God damn, dude. But then everyone's like, no nuttery! And I'm like, ew, stop. Go to this lady's place. Help her. Fuck them. Dude, so there was this place. It's on. I'm not even gonna say where it is because I don't want people to go. But uh, I used to go there all the time, and it's the little Asian lady and her like little Asian husband, and they own it. And the last time I was in there was like just when this shit first started. I walk in, and I would always get a bear claw because they make these fat fucking bear claws, uh, and it's like a buck twenty-five. And the fucking she coughs. And I watch, and it's like a pet peeve of mine, and she didn't cover, and I was like, bro, you fucking, you, you, you work in food service. I turned around, I pivoted, walked right out mid-conversation. Haven't gone back. I hope that it is not Bouchard and Garfield. No, it was War- okay. Warner. Bouchard and Garfield is where everyone should go. Warner and Brookers. Warner and Brookers. By the Lamppost Pizza, which you need to try. Yeah, um, is that the Donuts and Burgers? No, no, it's just a straight-up donut shop in a little corner. It's across the street from Miles Square Park. Huh, I can't think of it. Well, don't, so. I haven't been to all of them. I mean, it's... Hey, there's 1,600 of them. really bad. But I know, right? Jesus Lord. I think there's like 680 in this area. Why? Why it's the? F- crazy. Why yeah. would you open up something that literally, like, you sell? Maybe if you sell out, you're making maybe three hundred bucks. You think, right? I have really no idea. I don't know how you could possibly make money. Because, like, these places, they'll be like, "Oh, we we're open till we sell out," and they always sell out in around like one p.m. and they'll make like three hundred bucks and just go home. What the fuck? Yeah, I have no idea. You should get um. I think he'll do a delivery to your house, Dane's Donuts. That kid is, they're pretty dope, dude. They're, it's a strange kind of like hybrid of a cake and a yeast. It's more dense than your normal yeast, but it's really fluffy. And he's like fucking 19 and has wanted to make donuts since he was nine years old. I'm like, okay. And now he is. He's got a fucking donut shop at 19 years old. It's crazy. Well, he is 19 years old? Yeah, fucking bananas, dude. He's got a journal that he's been writing donut ideas in for 10 years. What the fuck? And he was like a apprentice at Sidecar for like two years, and he went to baking school, and now he's at fucking uh, a place called Baguette Me in Costa Mesa selling donuts. It's, it's actually, he's it's kind of badass. Kid. At least he's following his dreams it's and shit. badass. Yeah, he makes like, uh, it's called Sandbar. Have you ever had like uh, cinnamon pizza? fucking from like you know cheap places no pizza hut something like that it's like that if that didn't suck it's <laughs> so fucking dank dude it's i choked to death almost on the episode i was eating it so fast uh but it, it's so fucking good it's incredible fuck man well that was a quick ass 15 minutes man thanks for doing it anything you want to plug or anything man 
Blazing Reviewed. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Fucking, I'm all over the place. Uh, we got donut posts every day and an episode every week. When this is over, woo, watch out. Quality's going to skyrocket. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fucking Glazer Reviewed, and that's pretty much it, my man. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for doing it. Be safe. Love you, bro. No problem. Thanks for having me. You too. Love you, buddy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Boom. All right. On to our fifth guy. Oh, shit. I don't even have it queued up. We have to have a little bit of ethnicity going. We just had four straight white dudes coming up right now. We got an Asian guy coming. Fucking Mike Kim from episode 47. Might have to turn him up, or I don't know. His little lungs. Oh, uh, don't cancel me. Come on, bro. I texted you a five-minute... Hey, 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 what's up, dog? Uh, what's up, Mr. Nash, a.k.a. Half-Blood Jiu-Jitsu motherfucker? <laughs> Fuck, we're, like, almost related. I know, we're close. <laughs> we're halfway there. We're, like, you know, two co- two countries that are, like, not really that close, but, hey, it's not America. Hey, look, we're, uh, we're still not wanted here, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Mike Kim from episode 47. What have you been up to, man? Uh, since the lockdown? Yeah, well, I mean, just since the last episode. I mean, shit, dude. Like, so much has gone on in the world. Kobe's gone. Oh. Australian fires. Yeah. A billion animals died. Yeah, yeah. Well, since the last episode, uh, yeah, I'm single now. Um, oh, shit, great. what happened? I, I remember you uh, telling me a little it was, bit. It was meant to end. It, it was meant to end. Uh, she also did some crazy shit where she put our lives on the line in a car. It's a long story. I'd rather not. Because there's other stuff we could talk about. But basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's the deal breaker at the end of the day. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, if someone tried to kill me, I'd, be, I'd kick him to the curb too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would hope so, man. But uh, So, I mean, you know, that happened. And um, uh, what is it? Then, of course, the... Uh, the show at Westside, right? Uh, I got the monthly show there. Um, that's right. That's right. Now it's Corona. Now it's Corona, so it, it's nobody's doing comedy, right? Fuck, dude. It shit sucks dick. Yeah, but interestingly enough, so I guess the biggest thing that happened um, in between the last episode up to now, uh, besides the stuff I just brought up, is that I basically, you know, since there was no comedy, no acting, like, Nothing. TV production shut down. So the things I was used to doing, entertainment-wise, no longer there. At least for now. So I decided to just go fucking hard in the paint with social media. Um, and now I have... Uh, <laughs> it's going to sound really weird, but I have like 116 and a half... I, I over 116,000 followers. On TikTok? Yeah. No way. What's your most viewed video? I have a series called Confessions of a Former Fuckboy. <laughs> stories of like fucked up shit that I did in the past to get chicks. And how many views does it have? Um, let me check real quick. I already have it right here. Right now, the, it's, a, it's a eight. It's a what is it? It's a nine part series, but the one that has the most views is part one, which has. 1.1 million views. Fuck, dude. So uh, the first, the second guy I had on also just got a million views on TikTok, but he couldn't really explain it. Like, how does TikTok like work? Like versus like Instagram. So here's the thing. Um, the, the the fantastic thing about TikTok is that 
it's literally the last place on any social media platform that will get you fucking like thousands of views organically just off of hashtags no way without paying for it because like Instagram you have to do like you know paid ads Facebook you have to do paid ads uh, uh, you know paid ads same with YouTube right to even get any kind of abuse really it's, it's tough right yeah I don't even but really TikTok, use YouTube yeah yeah cause dude when I post on YouTube man I, I you know I'm posting like my podcast episodes and a bunch of skits I took a lot of time on and they get maybe like 20 or 30 views yeah know? I spent a lot of time on them man. but but really I'm still glad I made them because it's still practicing for like acting writing shooting whatever but it, it would still be nice if I could get some kind of feedback you know so that's why I like TikTok so much is because you can connect to so many people. Now, are people now, people are able to, like, message you and shit? Um, so here's the thing. They can't message you directly. They cannot DM you unless you add them back. So if you're not friends, it's not possible. But Well, that's lame. Um, what some of them do is they'll, like, they'll either comment on a video and be like, hey, when's the live stream? Because I live stream every day. Or, like, they'll, they'll add me on Instagram and then DM me and then, you know, go from there. You could live stream on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, you can live stream on TikTok. Now, do more people hop on those live streams on TikTok versus Instagram? Dude, nobody fucking goes on me. Instagram, for me, is just like 95% people that know me that don't really give a fuck what I'm doing. Like, honestly, <laughs> like that's how it is. Especially comedians. Like, the comedians, like, we're all cool with each other, but at the end of the day, we're just, we're just like doing our own shit, and we kind of don't care that much. True. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have the people that we care more about than uh, I've seen shit and I'll just be like, oh, that's cool. And I won't even like it because I'll just forget. I'll just keep scrolling. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, because it's not a big deal. It's like, it's just it, like, I'm not going to like every YouTube video I see, but I'm like, oh, that's cool you're doing that. And I'll just fucking like just whatever, like mindlessly like scrolling shit. Um, but like I went live on Instagram recently and I think on average only maybe three people stayed. No that's way. And then I'm on TikTok now. So when I first started doing uh, my live streams, I was getting maybe like 10, 20 that would stay on. So people drop in and drop out, right? Right. Now I'm averaging around uh, that people that say it's, I'd say, like 100 at once, 90 to 100. That's, that's fucking... Constantly stay. That's dope. So what, what I've noticed, though, with, like, TikTok versus, like, Instagram is that, like, so my homie has, like, 10,000 followers on TikTok. You have over 100,000 followers on TikTok, but you guys both only have 1,300 followers on Instagram. So, like, how are you, are, like, are you trying or, like, how do you, uh, like, convert those TikTok people into Instagram people? Well, actually, so on my Instagram my right now, before I went on a TikTok, I had about 1,300 followers on Instagram. Now I have about... 1770 oh fuck yeah dude so so they came from tiktok i didn't tell them to right they got curious about me because of the content i put out and i developed uh i focus heavily on developing developing a, a relationship with the people that are in my fan base because um i just think it's important to like treat each individual as like they're like uh, uh with like respect you know instead of acting like i'm the shit Dude. And they tell me that in the live chat, they're like, they say that I'm the only one they know that really goes out of his way to, like, show them attention and all that. And, and I did that not strategically, but because that's who I am. Even in the stand-up world, like, if I see people I know, I'm going to say hi to everybody I fucking know, because that's just who I am. 
28th, I had 5,000 uh, followers on TikTok, and now it's April 23rd, and I have 116,000. Fuck, So I had dude. a massive jump. Yeah, but for, for three months, I had nothing, because I was just posting what I wanted. I wasn't doing the stupid dance videos, the, the trending nonsense, because I fucking hate that shit. So I said, I, like, in the same way I approached my stand-up, I said, I told myself, I'd rather die on my feet than on my knees. I'm not going to fucking do some bullshit trying to, like, uh, 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 be like a sheep and, um, uh, you know, sell my soul for some bullshit, right? So I, I, I do what I want. I post what I want. And finally, it started, you know, catching on. Dude, I feel that, especially with what you're saying about the, the respect thing. I found myself um, because a while back, uh, I promoted a video on Instagram, and that shit caught. Um, luckily, that shit caught because I've promoted one that didn't catch. Uh, this one caught, got a couple thousand followers out of it, or not a couple thousand, like 1,500 out of it. And these people send my stuff to other people. They share my stuff. They message me, and these are pretty much the only people that I like reply to. The, like so anytime I throw up a funny story I'll get a bunch of replies and I'll reply to each one uh, but like I have like you've seen my text and shit I don't re- sometimes I don't even reply to people that I know and see every day but like I reply purposely to all the people that I've never met before because it's like these are the people who I do know they support me because they know me you know what I mean it's like it's like part of it you know but these people don't know me, never met me. I don't even know where they fucking live, and they decided to support me. It's like these are the people that I need to like actually pay attention to. I'm 100 percent with you on that. I, I completely understand that because they, since they don't know you, they're supporting you purely for your creative expression. Exactly. Because they like that, right? So they're a fan because of that versus people that that you've known for like 10 years. So you you can't really tell. It's like it's like, like when you tell them a joke. Are they laughing because they like you, or are they laughing because it's actually funny? Right. It's hard to tell, right? How's your writing going, your comedy writing? Um, I haven't been writing, but I have, a, like, a shitload of premises, and, um, and yeah, really, the interesting thing is, though, because I post about, like, two to four videos a day on TikTok, and most two of the time to four? I'm talking in front of it. Yeah, yeah, like I literally post two to four. Before I did one a day only, and now I pushed it to doing two to four videos a day. And um, uh, my bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I just got some important text about some shit. I, I just answered it. My bad. <laughs> okay. So what was, what was the question? <laughs> you were talking about you post two to four times a day. Oh yeah, yeah, two to four times. I'm like, what's the question? Uh, yeah. So. By doing that, interestingly enough, it made me more confident in who I am than just stand-up. Because stand-up, you know, open mics are very important. Even if it's in front of the same people, you learn to not give a fuck and just trust yourself. And you just uh, uh, develop greater stage presence and, um, like, raw truth and expression, right? Right. But with TikTok, because there's so many people watching, and then there's mom- there was moments where I'd have doubt, and I would take videos down because of my opinions, but I decided to look, go bigger, go home, gonna die living life truth, you know, truthfully, authentically. So fuck it. And the more I did that each day, then I started seeing people were, were responding to it. Now I got haters too. Like I got a lot of haters. <laughs> like what? Like what? what? What do they say? Oh, so I have, I have like different series where I do like Asian stereotypes, like defense against certain Asian stereotypes. And man, these, these, they're like, Thousands of comments that say, 
well, like, just because you can make, because one of my defenses for why, uh, you know, they say you just can't drive, and then I, I said, well, you know, five out of the, five to six out of the top ten um, car brands that sell are Asian cars, and, you know, I did a whole, like, you know, defense about that, and it's like, just because you can make the cars doesn't mean you can you can drive it. Hey, I agree with that. I agree with that. No, yeah, no, the, there's truth in that. However, the, the point was, the point was, I was saying, everybody's paying the Asians money. They're buying, it's not just Asians buying the car. It's a lot of non-Asians buying the car. And it's also a lot of non-Asians buying PlayStation 4s. And also, who started drifting? <laughs> no, it's a fucking fact, right? Like, you know what I mean? So, like, there was, like, this debate on it. But at the end of the day, it was just me giving my opinion, right? Just to express it. And I got just just many people um, backing me up. And uh, it, that that's basically... The, that's being polarizing, right? I'd rather have people hate me or love me than just be uh, whatever with me. I think that's fucking so, hilarious. You know, I have even more confidence, right? I have even more confidence for when we could do get back to stand up because now I'm even less. Because I already wasn't really getting affected by you know how these open micers would react or the lack of reaction. Because sometimes you know you know they try to suppress you because they're like, oh, you don't love me, I'm gonna love you. You're gonna have to bullshit. Yeah. Um, but because I have so many fucking people that back me up online, that I understand that that. Oh, my shit that I say does have value because essentially it's like having being on a show, like multiple shows with an actual audience versus open mics. Okay, so let's just say, yeah. So Um, let's just say hypothetically, let's just say TikTok go. You know how like Vine just disappeared. Let's say TikTok just disappears, just like Vine did. How does your opinion change, or does it? Oh, with like. Like, let's say your platform that you're talking about, let's say your platform, all those, the hundreds of thousand followers gets taken away from you. Does that, do you just, do you just learn the lesson and move on? Or does that change how you, um, your way of thinking? So, that's a good question. I thought about that as well. The, the thing that happened is, um, I thought about that. If it gets taken away, I'm okay. Why am I okay? Because now... I know what I'm capable of because I had a mass audience of hundreds of thousands of people that viewed my shit and liked my shit simply because I'm just talking in front of the camera. Right? How long? It's like like riding a bike, huh? How long are TikTok videos? Up to one minute long. Oh, no way. I thought it was only, I thought it was just like mine, only seven seconds. No, 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 dude. No, You you can do seven seconds, you can do five seconds, you can do one minute. Right, so uh, that that's it stuck with me. It stuck with me and my confidence of who I am, and I know that because you gotta, dude. I there's thousands of people that, that support me. I have like legitimate fans that say they will buy like merchandise for, if I make merchandise. You should. Fans that like stayed with me till stayed up till like I stayed up until one thirty in the morning, watching my follower count hit hundred k. Like I was like I'm gonna stay live until I hit this, and then I had like ninety people staying live at once saying. Come on, Mike, you're going to do it. Fuck, you're close, you're close. And they're reporting stats for me. Like, all right, you're like 200 away. You're 100 away. Like, over and over and over and over and over and over. And then they celebrated me more than I celebrated myself. That's fucking dope, dude. DM me saying, like, dog, I've been watching you since you were at 20,000 followers. Like, like, I'm so proud of you. I was, like, I was tearing. They're like, I was like, you're tearing for me? That's crazy. You know? Now, what what demographic is this? Huh? What's your demographic? 
it's a wide demographic, man. We, we'll say from like high school to like 40 years old. And Very wide range. And yeah, race? Uh, and and all, all, all ethnicities, too. All ethnicities. No way. Swear to God, yeah, white, black, whatever. Like, <laughs> wine. Everything. It, it's crazy, yeah. And, it, and uh, you know, I could have easily done just keep shit just universal and be like a nice little guy, but I said, fuck it. I'm going to put up shit that I care about, like, you know, defending Asians, like the promotion of, like, the, the culture and on top of, like, other shit that I believe in. And uh, that brought them towards me and made them gravitate towards me, Asian or not. I think it's funny because the the whole the whole Asian thing, like the an older family member of mine who watches, she, what she does is, uh, it's like every other day she'll just Google my name and like if I was on a podcast or my podcast or if I did some video with someone or if I posted my own video, she just it pops up and so she fucking she watched I was on your podcast the Setbreaker podcast and is that it's on YouTube right. Yeah, so she found that somehow, and then she texted me the other day. I texted you. I texted you about it, uh, and she was like, "Oh, I saw you did this video, uh, this hour long video. It was super funny with the this Oriental guy." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" And she's like, "No, he was funny." I'm like, "I mean, still, you know, like what the fuck?" But you're okay with that? Yeah. Uh. Uh, if they if they said that to me, I would like politely correct them because I look the way I look at things, especially with a word like Oriental. I don't look at that like it's like chink or some crazy fucking word. <laughs> oriental at one at one point it was because she's older, right? You said yeah, dude, like late sixties. There you go. See, their generation they were used to saying Oriental to uh, uh, talk about like Asians, like just. A, a, you know, so I understand base base level. That's where they're coming from, and I can sense the energy. So if they're saying it like, "Hey, I love your thing," you know, like uh, I didn't know, like I didn't know Orientals were so funny. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, yeah, you know, and then even and you know, and if it was like a one time interaction, and they weren't trying to hurt me or anything, I'd be like, I might just, I would just probably just let it go and not even try to correct them, because at the end of the day, they support it. And if something happened where I did face some kind of discrimination, I'm 100% positive that person would say something because they are now uh, somewhat of a, of a fan based off of the, the, the creative project or art or whatever that was put out there, you know, and because they liked it. Man, last question. Have you ever had someone call you like a racial slur to like your face or like walked by, have heard, heard someone say it under their breath or anything? You know, you know, um, never directly with like this, a specific like chink or gook. Never, <laughs> but I, yeah, right. Because because uh, <laughs> but everything else in terms of like suppression or you know like at a karaoke bar one time this guy came up to me and my ex and then he was like he was a white dude he's like you're an Asian singer you're an Asian singer and, and he's like you know doing a taunting thing like that type of stuff yeah he, like I've I've had it I've had to deal with that that's fair. You know, mm, yeah. That's fucking. That's crazy. Cause like, okay, well, for for me, like, I I just I'm just white. Well, I mean, I guess not. I'm I'm like half white, half a bunch of other shit. But the other day, I parked my Amazon van by some guy, and he likes he hops out. I have my AirPods in, so I can't hear this fucking guy. I was dropping off at like the UPS store. 
come out, this dude starts fucking screaming in my face, and he he called me the the N word, and I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> what? Yeah, he called me the N-word. He called me a stupid N-word. I was just like, yo, what, like, what the hell? And then I was like, dude, get the fuck out of my face, all this shit. And he, like, dipped because, like, he realized he's like, oh, shit, like, this guy. Just because I'm wearing an Amazon uniform doesn't mean you can say whatever you want to me. I'll kick your ass. You know what I mean? Uh, but I was, I realized, I was like, yo, people don't know what race I am. So he's just like, ah, N-word. You know, it's just like, it's like, whoa. Yeah, and also, you know, it's like in video games, right? If you play online games, people throw the N-word because that's the most hateful word that they can say, and they yeah. know that it hurts you. Because they don't know what you are, right? So that's, that's how it is. That's how it fucking is. And that guy's like, let me, sh- let me just shoot my shot of racism and see if it affects this guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was just like, what? And it didn't, and then you, you like stood up to that shit, and he's like, oh, fuck, I made a mistake. <laughs> it was this old dude. I was like, get the fuck out of here before I kill your ass. I know. <laughs> It's like, you're just mad that you lost all your family members and you're alone and you're miserable and you regret every decision you made in your life, old man. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Tone down the oldism, bro. I said that to people, to old people that, like, come at me all crazy and then they they, they get scared. Like, I said that in a car one time. um, (laughs) Like, he honked his horn at me in the back and he's, like, over 50 and I couldn't make the left light. I had, like, half a second, but it was already red. You know, it was basically red. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking get a ticket for this. And he honks at me. And what I, what I used to do, to do back then was I would make a story in my head about how their lives are so miserable and like, move on, <laughs> right? But, but this time, I was like, <laughs> like, I, I stuck my head out the window. I was like, what's your problem? And he's like, you're supposed to go at the orange light. I'm like, it's a yellow light. I was like, you want me to get a ticket? And I yelled it four times, you want me to get a ticket? And halfway through it, I was like, Michael, say that shit that you normally think. So then, like, and this guy was like yelling at the same time. But I don't give a fuck what he said. I was like yelling like louder. I can think, so I yelled really loud. And then I was like, "Don't get, I was like, don't get mad at me because you regret every decision you ever made in your life, and you and, and you're sad. What is that? And you're sad, and and you're gonna die soon. And I'm young, and I love my life, and I have everything to look forward to. Because I realized the only reason why any old man would would, would project that type of energy is because they're angry." in life at that age after all these years and decades of life you're still putting out angry energy based off of the fact that you, like like a half the, like maybe a minute or two out of your day is gone maybe not even gone but because you want to make a left so i said that and and then as i said it his hand stopped waving in the air his hands hit the, the his sides his head dropped slowly and then his left hand came up to his eyes slowly, and then he wiped away tears. I made the motherfucker cry. I made a old, like I made a fifty year old man cry with my words. No, why? Why you dick? I'm a dick. What the fuck? He just wanted to get home to bang his wife, and you're just you just made him cry. That's someone's grandpa. Uh, I'll be honest. I felt really bad after. I felt like like I felt like I unlocked some kind of power, and I started laughing like the Joker, like a maniac. <laughs> Like, as I'm walking, because after I park my car, I'm walking to go to lunch with my friends in L.A., and I'm laughing like a crazy man, and people are staring at me, because, like, I was losing my mind, like, oh, fuck, I can read minds! I can read people's minds! Fuck, man. Well, thanks for joining, man. I felt bad after. I felt bad after. As we we wrap this up, dude, thanks for joining, man. Funny guy, Mike Kim. Where can we, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me at, um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at Mike Kim Comedy, M I K E K I M Comedy. That's one word. 
and my my podcast is called the set breaker you can find it on instagram the set breaker one word and you can also find it on youtube spotify google play and itunes so yeah fuck yeah brother be safe man stay well yo thanks for calling again i had a blast man appreciate you brother always man take it easy all right, man, that was uh, the first, so there was supposed to be a sixth guy. Guy's not returning my text. Fuck him. This episode was long as shit anyway. Um, but uh, if you listen this whole way, all the way down to here, let me know what you think. Maybe do it again. Maybe don't. Maybe go back just to solo guess. Who knows, man? Fuck it. We're just trying to try new shit during this quarantine. See what sticks. See what people like. Go back, listen to episode 55, 54, like I said in the beginning. Super funny. Uh, and have a good one, guys. Be safe out there.